Hello, and wake up from your food coma from Thanksgiving. Even though it's 5 p.m. and you probably are awake, there's some people who still aren't. <laughs> But、um, after all that, all those festivities and all that food,、uh, welcome to Rush Hour. We're doing a little bit of a short episode today、um, because of Thanksgiving break.、So. Yeah, and we did record this on Tuesday. Again, because of the break, but hopefully the US beat England this morning in the World Cup. <laughs> If they did not, then you can disregard this message, but we'll just quickly go over that.、Um, we have a few short con- to- conversation topics today、mm-hmm. that we're going to do in a few segments.、Um, so, yeah, I guess that's it. We can just. Get started. I had one that I actually thought of yesterday,、mm-hmm. which made me want to do conversations in the first place. But did you ever have a youth, like an imaginary YouTube channel as a kid? Okay, this question it doesn't really apply to me because、um, I don't know. I, I, you know, kind of, but like it's more to my sister. She, she like, Looks in the mirror and then she starts talking to herself, like,、oh. Hello, everybody, welcome back to my skincare routine. And oh, yeah, like as she's like getting yeah, ready, it's so funny. Um, but when I was younger, I used to have this thing called uh, Amukta News, and I would just film videos、Ew. of me. It's like a news channel, but there actually was no news on it, it was just like、oh. me being weird. <laughs> I was gonna say, You're like perfect for the radio, you've、oh. been doing this for so long, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> but what about you, Nicole? I had. Well, okay, I guess I'm not exactly like your sister. I wouldn't be like doing YouTube videos every time, like everything I did <laughs> was YouTube. But、mm-hmm. I would, whenever I was with my friends, we would always. I know that slime used to be really big.、Mm-hmm. And whenever we had slime, we would take out like our iPods and record this video and be like, welcome back to. The Three Friends Slime Channel, or whatever、Maybe、it was called. iPod? iPod, yeah. My friends, two of my friends had iPods. And so then, whenever, <laughs> whenever we were at their house, or like they would be able to bring it places, it was just for like、wow. music and taking pictures. But we would always make little videos playing with slimes <laughs> and doing like slime challenges and everything. I feel like、yeah. that's, a, that's a phase we all went through. I know, I know. And I, my parents never like let me use borax because they're like, it's bleach or whatever. Yeah, it is. makes sense. So they never let me like use borax or I, we never had like just Elmer's glue at home. So I could never make slime. It was always at my friend's house. <laughs> so I would also always be constantly looking up like how to make slime without, without glue and without. <laughs> Borax and I activator. Used to, I used to do that too, and I would make the weirdest things. It was would so never bad.、Work. It was like freezing, freezing shampoo or like yeah, yeah, shampoo yeah, yeah. and cornstarch or making oobleck or、But、something. The thing is, like, as a kid, I would always fall for the end result, even though it probably wasn't true. Like, oh, if you 
like you said, freeze shampoo and just yeah. add a little bit of salt. It turns into slime the next morning. The salt, and I exactly. Would fall for it and I would do it, and I'd waste so much stuff, and it would just be like an epic flop. Well, yeah, but the people, the people in those videos that were telling you to do that, their slime always turned out so good, and you're like, this is better than normal slime. That's what tempted me. I have to try it, <laughs> um, but yeah, I never did, and actually, I. There was good reason why my parents didn't let me make slime. Yeah. Because whenever I did have slime and brought it into my room or something, like it would it would get everywhere. It was the <laughs> messiest thing. Like that was probably as a parent, that was probably the worst trend ever. Just have slime <laughs> all over your house. I uh, I was at my friend's house once and I was playing with their slime. Um, I'm not gonna say how it happened because it's kind of embarrassing, but it got stuck in my eyebrows. In your eyebrows, <laughs> eyebrows. Okay. Was, like weird things. Um, but yeah, and I had gotten gotten it stuck in like this really nice dress I had before. Oh, and yeah. So I I just haven't had a very good history with slime, but you know, it was, exactly. It's a, good, it's a good core memory. It's so <laughs> I know, I know, and it comes up all the time. Every single kid ever, always, everybody went through a slime phase. Everybody. Like no matter who you are, no matter where you live. Where, exactly what? across the country across the world every kid in 2016 <laughs> yeah. or whenever it was was making slime like, and I, it's like the one it's like the one commonality of everybody yeah it's it's weird what kind of trends <laughs> happen i know <laughs> but it was a good time those were good times they the were, slime yeah. times and the fake the youtube channel times, times. <laughs> yeah slime times um but yeah i I don't know. YouTube has kind of like gone down. I guess because since TikTok, TikTok and... now kids can like actually make little videos. Yeah, I think back then we thought, oh, it's just for them. the elite people. I know, I know. Yeah, we like you would make them, but you would never post mm-hmm. them. You would always be too scared to post. And um, now you can. So those kids are pretty lucky. They're living my dream, at least. <laughs> Um, (laughs) but yeah, I wanted to talk about something that you mentioned super briefly at the beginning of the episode, which was the game between the, between US and England. I actually just wanted to ask you your general, like, opinion on the World Cup, you know, any preferences on teams or like, well, what you think so far? Of course, I'm going to be US, a US fan, just because... That's where I'm from. <laughs> um, I I know a little bit about soccer, but not that much. And, well, okay, I know enough to know that um, Saudi Arabia beating Argentina on Tuesday. That was crazy. was a huge upset. And I, yeah, I know, like, the general, the big stars, like Ronaldo, Messi... Neymar, like where they're mm-hmm. from and what teams they're playing for. So I know like which teams should be good and which are like not as good. Yeah, which is surprising because Messi is actually on the Argentina team. Exactly, <laughs> and all of his fans, all like his he his he has the biggest fan base out of probably any soccer player. So all of his fans, even if they aren't from Argentina, just like around the world, were still like they're like. for their own country and then 1% for Argentina just because of him. And, yeah. So I know that that was a big upset. Mm -hmm. I would... 
Oh, yeah. No, 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 go no, ahead. Can, go ahead. Yeah. I would say I have, at least for the U.S. England game, I have a bunch of family in England, but I definitely am not rooting for England. <laughs> okay, if if England beats U.S. and U.S. is out in like the first round or something, I, would they be out though? Because I know they tied with Wales the other. Oh, day. Oh, they did so. tie. Yeah. Okay. Well, if the U.S. is out at any point and England is still in, I will root for England. But <laughs> while the U.S. is playing them, I am 100% U.S. and yeah. 0% England. I feel like there's a little history behind that, too. If you're in Mr. Oh, Mr. Peters. Peters class, we, just, we talked a little bit about the, the, the revolution today. And, and how, like, <laughs> yeah, soccer is, for a lot of rival countries, it's because of their history. Mm-hmm. So I guess, yeah, England is one of our big rivals. Yep. And... Wales, too? Maybe? I well, don't know. Okay, Wales is, like, part of the UK, right? Uh-huh. But I don't know... I don't know in history if, like, during the Revolution, Wales was its own country or if it was all just Great Britain and mm. hadn't split up. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the history of the UK, so I don't know when they split up. And, like, yeah. <laughs> it it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I just want the US to be anybody and... But I know that, like, they're probably not going to win because yesterday was the first goal they've made in the World Cup in eight years. Yeah. So <laughs> I know I don't have, like, terribly high hopes, but... They're, in, in terms of, like, soccer, I, I I don't think they're the best. Definitely in other sports, they are very good. Like, when you go to the Olympics, it's like, this country has 30 yeah. athletes, this country has 100, and it's just like, U.S. walks out with 400 athletes. The U.S. is definitely... Pr- like one of the most dominant countries in the Olympics, mm-hmm. always fighting for either first or second. And yeah, yeah, and soccer is big, but it's the women's soccer team uh, from the United States is really good. Well, we're really like, good in women's soccer world right now, or something. I know, I know. That is actually really exciting. And I don't know. I think their World Cup is like a year after the men's yeah, World Cup, so I think like it's that. next year. Mm-hmm. So I'll be very excited for for that, to watch that, and hopefully we can do much better and people can, like, hope that we can do really well yeah, in and that. It's a nice change. Like, instead of the men's team being the best, it's actually the women's team. Yeah. And when you when you think of, like, United States soccer players, the first name that comes to my mind is Alex Morgan. And... Right, and right. I have no. I actually, I probably should have done research, but I, I have no clue who any of the players on the men's U.S. team are. Well, one of them, you know, Jordan Morris. I yeah, I've I've heard of him from Mercer Island. That's why. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I feel like I, I, I read something about that somewhere. Yeah, he went to he went to Mercer Island, and he, well, now he plays on the Sounders, mm-hmm. but. I know that Mr. Peters yesterday, going back to Mr. Peters, um, <laughs> I'm in his like world cultures block class. And he was saying yesterday while we were watching the um, USA Wales game, he was like, oh, Jordan Morris was 
in this class like i taught him oh so wow i know that he's a very very big soccer fan and he is like he that, wore his argentina <laughs> shirt yesterday exactly and he didn't wear it today because and yeah he was going to but yeah, that was a little. Like, yeah, <laughs> but I know that he was probably very proud that his student was is on the national team. But that is that is pretty exciting to have. Even though he's not a starter, he's still on the national team, and to have him be from your high school is pretty pretty exciting. It's pretty amazing, yeah. Yeah, although that means that there's probably not going to be another sports prodigy. For a while because mm, you could, usually the case unless yeah. you're like a high school that recruits people you probably don't have that many prodigies in your athletics yeah our sports teams um they're they're pretty good I'd we have say. actually no we do have good sports we have a lot of good swimmers Oh, our swimmers are really good. I would say if I was betting on which sports team would produce like an a huge like professional athlete, it would be swimming. Yeah. I can definitely see one or two of our swimmers going to the Olympics. They're like they're constantly creating new records every day and they're and yeah, breaking them mm-hmm. and yeah. And you know Mary Waite, I think she was like an Olympic swimmer. Oh, I right. Think. Right, back in that like the nice true. That's like what the pool the f- was named after. Yeah, and she got a gold medal in the Olympics for swimming. I want to say, but Probably I feel like it was also if- sailing or something. Oh, okay, that might have been someone else. There's like a bunch of banners, like the gym. So I guess we do have, yeah, we do have some good athletes that come mm-hmm. from MI, and hopefully there's some more in the future. Yep. Maybe we're in classes with some future Olympians. Oh, you got to be friends with everyone. <laughs> That's exactly, exactly. Make your connections now. <laughs> and then when they get big, you'll you'll have them. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea, <laughs> Mukta. I'll have to keep that in mind. Um, yeah, I... I am actually, even though I'm not the biggest soccer fan, I or I'm not the biggest fan of a lot of sports, but I do love when there's these big things like the Olympics and the World Cup that only happen occasionally, and everybody's like talking about them. Yeah. I love sports events like it's that. It's nice because you can relate. You can talk about it too. Like, I don't know about you, but for some of the national sports like baseball, I just I can't relate. It's too hard for me. Okay, yeah, baseball, baseball. I know how it works, and I like n- know about it, which is probably why like I don't mind going to baseball games, and I think that those are kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Basketball, I just, I mean, I get it, and I like to play basketball, but watching it is just boring. <laughs> <laughs> and same with football, unless we're like. Football. Working for the playoffs or in the Super Bowl, the games are like not that interesting. Or if yeah. I'm like eating nachos while watching the game, like I'll watch the game, but it's not like what I'm going to turn on. And I think that soccer is one of the more interesting sports to watch. I think it's easier to understand too. Like you, the the objective is yeah, it's, it's clear. In football, I just know about a touchdown, and then oh, the, the right. I don't even know what it's called, like the kick after the touchdown that gets you that field point. goal. <laughs> field goal, you're right. See, okay, this is, <laughs> this is how bad I well, am. Do you know how many points a touchdown is? Six. Then you're you're basically good. Like, 
But like sometimes someone will make a pass and then fall, and people will start cheer- cheering. And I, okay, kinda... yeah, I don't really understand the first down, second down, third down, fourth down. Like I went to, <laughs> I went to a Seahawks game this, I don't know, like a month ago, uh-huh. and whenever it was either whenever the announcer said like fourth down. No, I think it was fourth down. Everybody would start like yelling like fourth down or like chanting. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know what that was about. But I know the general objective of the game is to get touchdowns and field goals and points. But yeah, I don't know like enough to like really be into it. Mm. But yeah, even still, I do love the World Cup just because it's on everybody's mind and. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's rooting for their teams, and it's just a good time. Yeah, they set it up in the in the comments too, so yeah. you're just like you're with a bunch of people and you're watching exact teams play. It is fun. It's a fun. It's a fun time of the year, mm-hmm. or a time of every four years. This is our last World Cup in high school, so we're never <gasps> going to be able to experience this after this year. That's crazy. Yeah. Only World Cup and last only World Cup in high school. school. <laughs> um, but yeah. We have a few more things to talk about today, um, and I have, and I, okay, I just wanted to ask first, do you ever hear people say, oh, 7 times 7 equals 49 has the same energy as Thursday, while 5 times 5 equals 25 has the same energy as Friday, or like the same you know vibes? I can understand that though. That it just clicks. Like when you Everybody, started saying five I times know. five, I was like, "That's a Friday That's thing." A Friday. I think I've heard a few of those over over the years, and I every single one. Okay, actually, there are always like some that I've just known. Like I always, I always have known that seven times seven equals forty nine. Just like feels like a Thursday. But yeah. whenever I try to whenever you try to explain it to somebody that's like an adult, they're mm-hmm. like that doesn't make any sense. It's just like a math equation. It's like probably, that equals a day. It's probably like a feeling. It's no. like a feeling. Yeah, you know how people can like see colors when they hear sounds? Yeah. It's like we're definitely not we definitely don't have those abilities, but it's like <laughs> the same idea as just like it's just the energy. I guess we're not seeing Thursday or anything or Friday, but mm-hmm. I was wondering if you have any other like ideas of those. Yeah. Ooh. Um. It's hard to think of like on the spot. You'll just randomly think of them. And yeah. Like, uh, I know someone Annabelle was asking this a couple right, of days ago. Right. What subject do you or what color do you relate to the subject of math? And I think the most common answer was red. And that's understandable. Like it is understandable. When you think yeah. of math, I don't know, maybe it's cuz red represents like pain oh. and torture, okay. <laughs> anger and frustration. <laughs> um I'm sure you feel the same. Do you feel the same about math? Well, yeah. I think it definitely is I definitely feel like math is red, and I've always felt like math is red. The other the other common color that or answer that she got was blue. For, for math? For math. It was. Hmm. It kind of seemed 50-50 on her question of the day. Okay. Blue versus red. I didn't know blue was a color that they were considering. I don't know. Blue seems like 
chill and fun it is, and okay. just, like, cool. <laughs> so it may, maybe everybody that said blue likes Matt. That's and crazy. Maybe it, like, tells your personality. <laughs> but I think that, okay, I know for certain that history is yellow. Okay, that's what I was going to say, too. What do you yellow. think science is? Science, um, the, the color that kind of jumped at me was green. Green? Okay, so, actually, that makes sense, because, like, when you, like, boil or, like, a chemical solution, you they're, think like, of green. Yeah. But what about you? I would say purple. Oh, okay, that also makes sense. I don't know. It's just, like, moody. Science is, like, a moody subject. <laughs> <laughs> but then I also feel like English... Both English and what do you okay? Actually, yeah, what would you think English is? I would say brown. I don't know. Actually, that makes sense. The studious vibe. But I would also say that English is red, which is why, like, I'm conflicted on whether math is red and English is red. I think the red also, for me, it comes from like the stereotypical, like, apple kind of thing when you think of like English studying English apple or even like math apple, I think sometimes. Oh, right. Okay, like, school... Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say, like, everything I think because that, that would just be too much to comprehend. <laughs> but I feel like Spanish is also red and English is red, so mm-hmm. math, I, like, really don't know. I can see Spanish as orange. Like Actually, a, that makes like sense. Like a nacho cheese kind of orange. I was thinking between red and yellow, like... Mm-hmm. But orange right is like in the, the middle, orange. middle ground. It just seems vibrant, like it's another culture. Hola, como estas? <laughs> orange. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I love thinking about those little things. Those like you just hear a phrase or just think about a math equation, and you're like, it's the day of the week. You know, I read something similar to this, in there's this book called uh, The Miscalculations of Lightning Girl. It's a a good book. Um, But there's a girl who got struck by lightning, so she turned into, like, this super genius in seventh grade. Yeah. And whenever she thinks of numbers, like, she's really good at math, so whenever she thinks of numbers, she associates them with, like, a certain pattern, I think. Um, So, and that's how, like, she's able to do calculations quickly and fast and... Oh, that makes sense. But I feel like if I had that ability, then in the patterns, I would, like, get mixed up with the patterns in my head. That's true. Like, I don't know how that would help me. But I'm sure, I'm <laughs> sure it would help her. <laughs> Good for her. She's now a math genius. <laughs> but, yeah, those are, those are my thoughts on, I don't even know what that's called. It's, like, things having the same vibes, the same energy yeah. as other stuff. 25 is just such a nice number, and to not associate it, like, seven... Well, Friday's just odd. Okay, Thursday's odd, too, though. Yeah. Thursday Thursday and Tuesday, more... I associate as the odd. Tuesday's even, though. Tuesday's even, really? Yeah, Tuesday, because it's <laughs> Tuesday's blue, and it's even. I think of Tuesday and Thursday as odd, because they just kind of stick out, come to, like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, MWF. You know, and then there's NWS, MWF, MWF, and then there's just Tuesday and Thursday, and they both okay. start with the T. So, what does that have to do? With I'm just pointing something out. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that whether days of the week are actually no, I've heard about this before, or I've talked about this before with people. The days of the week, and if they're even or odd, 
is like the one thing that everybody disagrees with. Actually, no, it's the one thing that I disagree with with everybody because <laughs> everybody always says Tuesday is odd, and I know that is even. Okay. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday all seem odd, though, too. <gasps> Monday, Wednesday, and Friday They're just seem like odd to you? jagged, jagged words. And, like, that goes with, like, odd. Even is, like, flowy, and it's, like, Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, I can see where you come from, though. Like, odd sounds like a negative thing. And I, I generally like Tuesdays. Saturday is flowy. It's even. Saturday. <laughs> okay. It's just like, yeah, it rolls off the tongue better than, like, Monday. Monday okay. Or Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> this is probably, for listeners, probably getting really oh, yeah. confusing. Someone who just, like, listens We're getting in. a little carried away with our <laughs> apologies. <laughs> and this is a little bit of an odd question, so I'm, I'm going to figure out how to phrase it properly. But you know how you like food? I do like food, actually. <laughs> yeah. But is there, like, a certain cuisine you like or any oh. number of cuisines? You know, I am a big food connoisseur. And I okay. literally love, like, anything that you put on my plate unless it's, like, you know those little out-of-the-ballpark, like, pig intestines or like uh-huh. liver or tongue i don't really i don't really vibe rock with those <laughs> but anything like really just anything from any culture any cuisine i just love trying it all that's, i don't know that's gonna be helpful for this question actually because oh, okay. um if like there's so many types of food in the world but they're Usually, when you go to a restaurant, it's, like, one specific cuisine. But if you could merge, like, a dish from two different cuisines, oh. or like, any dish, like, what what would you do? Because you seem very open to new things. So. I think I would merge mac and cheese with something from somewhere that had more, like, spice in it. Or, like, a bunch oh, of spices. Okay. I think that merging a bunch of spices... Or just a food with a lot of spices into mac and cheese would be, like, really good. But I don't know what that food would be. Now that you say that, it makes me really crave, like, chili powder mac and cheese. And I've never had that before, but it sounds so good. Like, you just add chili powder into mac and cheese? And mix it in. Like, not the flakes. The flakes are kind of weird. They had, like, a strange texture, but just, like, the powder and you mix it in. I think it would... I don't know. That that sounds good now that you're telling me about, like, spices and mac and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I... I've seen a few mac and cheeses with like, um, like honey glazed chicken on top. Okay. Or but okay, I've also had like lobster mac and cheese. I think that a lot of you can mix in a lot of like meats into mac and cheese, and it tastes really good. So like a good, I don't know. Carne asada and mac and cheese. Okay, Actually, that's a little out. That's a little out there. But I can't really think of like what I'm envisioning right now. But um, that's what I would do. I think there's a lot of like great successes out there with like merging different cuisines. Um, I know yeah. the Cheesecake Factory. I think they have this. They have these things called avocado rolls where it kind of like mixes the idea of a spring roll, but they like it's it's layered with avocado and other things inside, and it, it's it's an interesting concept, but it, it actually tastes really good. And 
it's like bringing like salad life to spring rolls. You know what? This, this is a bad example. I can't explain. <laughs> well, no, this I've, I heard I heard about the avocado rolls at the Cheesecake Factory, but I always thought that it was, um, like sushi, just but like just with avocado in the middle. I never thought about yeah. like spring rolls. It's it's an interesting concept. Um, sometimes there's failures too, though. Um, I just remembered something once. Um, I think my dad. Yeah, it was my dad who packed me lunch and one day, and he, I guess, decided to cultural fuse, like, classic American cream pea soup with, like, okay. rice noodles. And oh. I think I, I think he had high expectations, but it was really, really bad. That, like, I couldn't yeah. eat it. <laughs> I don't know. Not to, like bear down on his creativity <laughs> but i feel like just when you mix stuff like thinking about it beforehand <laughs> and how it might like i don't know how it might work <laughs> with each other it's yeah. not always the best yeah but I, sometimes i don't know like whoever discovered that strawberries tasted really good with chocolate oh that right. was definitely okay. a success but that's like a good fresh with Fresh with sweet. I don't know. Right. That's, you know, yeah, that's true. Just fruit with chocolate. But what about, like, a charcuterie board, like grapes and cheese? Who knew those would, like, actually yeah. good together? I feel like that's a that's an interesting thought. Grapes and cheese? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I, uh, I don't know. Everything, <laughs> every good food is made from experimentation. Yes. You gotta you gotta keep experimenting to find the next grapes and cheese. <laughs> the next I don't know, bur- oh my gosh, I love burritos. Burritos are good. But to make them, whoever whoever invented burritos, they just had to take a tortilla and just add a bunch of stuff that they thought would work together, put it in the tortilla. <laughs> And it did work, and now it's like one of the best foods ever. If I'm ever, if I ever need food, or if you ever like ask me if I want any food, a burrito will always satisfy <laughs> me. It's so good. It's I like the like most satisfying food. I I can think you've just been like, how do I say this? Okay, never mind. But um, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that is that all you had on that topic? Yes. Okay. <laughs> then we do have to go. Um, we hope you enjoyed this this unnormal episode of Rush Hour. Abnormal. Abnormal ab- episode of Rush Hour. Um, and we hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We're very thankful for all of our listeners. Yes, I'm thankful for Rush Hour and Nicole. I'm thankful for Rush Hour and Mukta. <laughs> and um, we hope you have gotten some good Black Friday deals. I know that I will probably be shopping a lot. Black today. Friday is today. We love Black Friday. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. And um, we will be back then mm-hmm. next week, next Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. Same time, same place here on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. <laughs>